Hello. Good morning. Happy Sunday. I'm recording this a little bit later than normal um, because it's my four-year-old's birthday. My four-year-old. Oh my goodness. He's four. Um, He's my youngest. So of course I'm, you know, holding on for dear life. Um, And if you're listening to this, that means you are a member of the Sober Mom Life Cafe. Thank you so much for supporting this space and the podcast and everything. We have our weekly email is going to go out around 11 this morning, and that has all the links. We have a busy week in the cafe, so it has all the links for you guys for all the meetings. We have a book club on Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Central. We have that link. We have a new um, Sober First Ball checklist that you can download. We just have a lot of stuff. I'm excited. Um, did you just hear you guys? My husband just sneezed. And remember, these are unedited. And so uh, <laughs> he just sneezed downstairs. And I could hear it up here. And I wonder if it, it if you heard it. Because you know a man's sneeze is like, and this is generalizing. Yes, I know. But holy shit, like, can you like, just learn how to sneeze in an orderly fashion, right? Like, does the whole house have to shake with a sneeze? I mean, it's a little dramatic. Okay, um, we did. So we've already, I've already had cake. It is 830 in the morning. We do cake for breakfast on birthdays because I generally want cake for breakfast. And so I'm going to teach my kids that that's, that's the way to go. So already had cake, we've opened presents, and I have to tell you, okay, so he he's turning four. You guys, my little guy, I know, I know, we, we all think our kids are special, and they are. But he is, so he tore open all of his presents, right? And like, after he opened the last one, he just looked and he goes, you guys are just the best. Thank you for making this birthday so special. And then he went around and gave each of us a huge hug, like even his sisters. And he was like, thank you. And then we had cake and he was like, this is just the best cake. Thank you for the best cake. Like, so, I mean, the, and it's not like a phony kind of, I don't, it, it was like super heartfelt. He came up with it on his own just the gratitude. I was like, what four-year-old is going to take time to realize like the thought that goes into presents and birthdays and making the day special? Like what four-year-old is going to do that? And then also show appreciation to his sisters and huge hugs and I love yous and to all of us. I mean, (laughs) it kind of blew my mind. And it made me think of something that I think it was on the Friday call. We were talking about what's the difference between, because, you know, I stopped drinking when Gray was three months old. Um, and so what's the difference? Like I, you know, I have two older girls and then I have Gray. So I was, I was drinking during the two, you know, as the two older ones were little. I mean, they're, they're still little. And then Gray. And remember, my drinking story is not one of Like I was not, my drinking had really, really lessened into motherhood. And I think that that's what, I think that that's why the story is even 
like really important to shares because I, I stopped drinking when I was quote unquote successfully moderating. Um, right. So I wasn't, I wasn't a daily drinker. I, I, I wasn't, there was no intervention. It, it was not this rock bottom thing. And so, but I can still tell the difference between, you know, having not my now four-year-old and, and not drinking during almost all of his childhood. And so while my girls weren't, you know, they won't have tales of, of, oh my God, I, I had to hold my mom's hair back, which if that is your story, um, keep talking about it, keep shining a light into that, those deepest parts of you that feel shame and you will heal from that. I promise you will. Um, but even though that's not my story, I can still tell a difference between the time that I was drinking and the time that I wasn't. And I think that I really do think that this morning just highlighted that there's space now for so much gratitude in sobriety and motherhood. And I think that that has to rub off on my kids, right? And and kind of just how they view the world and, and their perspective. Um, I think that when you're drinking, even if it's a couple of glasses of wine a couple of times a week or more, there, there's just less space. There's less space for peace, forgiveness, patience, and gratitude. There's just not room. It's more of a oh man, a treading water or just trying to stay above water or a survival. Um, And, you know, while the kids might not notice or they might, nothing horrible happened, you know, you're not going to be wasted in front of them, whatever. Alcohol will still steal so much from motherhood. And just what it can be and what it can feel like. And I think that that's the biggest trick, right? Is that what we always talk about? Is that we are taught that that it's, you know, essential to motherhood, to survive motherhood. And that that's just the biggest, the biggest fucking lie of all. It's just the biggest lie. Not only is it not essential to motherhood, but it's what we talk about. It's it's an obstacle. It's a barrier. Because I always I always switch that up, but it, it is it's a barrier. It's a barrier to us feeling the gratitude and the the patience. I mean, motherhood takes a lot of damn patience, and that's not to say I don't lose my patience because I do. This is not to say that perfection is the goal, right? Because that is not the goal. Motherhood is hard enough without then also allowing space for forgiveness for ourselves and our children, for patience for ourselves and our children, for gratitude for ourselves and our children. Um, I think all of that stuff is lost. 
is just lost when alcohol is in the picture. Um, and man, it was just so highlighted this morning for me. And, and I start, my husband and I were talking about it like, wow, that was incredible. Right? Like that he said that and that he even just realized the gratitude that that was there. And then he showed it openly. Um, and then I started thinking about why, like, why does he, why did he highlight gratitude instead of just focusing, zeroing in on the toys and like, that's mine. Let me play with that now, which is what I would expect a four-year-old to do. Um, I don't know, guys. I mean, and I can't take full credit. I think that that's also how he's wired. I think he just is a more empathetic, sensitive soul. Um, but there's got to be something about the the nurture, right? There just has to be. And while we're nurturing ourselves in sobriety, we're nurturing our, nurturing our children too. Like that, it just happens. You don't, you don't even have to try. Like I always say, like we don't need, we just don't need guidebooks on how to love our kids and how to protect them and how to keep them safe. The best thing we can do is remove alcohol. Like by just by removing something, you grow into the mom that you want to be and the mom that you always were. It's just that alcohol was getting in the way and was tricking us. And so when we allow it, when we don't allow it to trick us anymore, man, 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 I, it just could never be the wrong choice. Never. So I'm going to continue to celebrate my four-year-old today. Oh, four. It just, it goes by fast. It does. My first child did not go by fast. I was struggling with postpartum anxiety and OCD, and I was in my own personal hell. Um, but with each, you know, the second went by way faster, and now the third, it's just a blink. Um, and that's also why I stopped drinking alcohol, because I refuse to lose any time to that piece of shit. <laughs> I refuse. I absolutely refuse to lose any of this precious time to alcohol. I refuse, especially when there are so many other distractions. If I can take that huge one that will steal my memories and my brain and my connection with my kids, if I can take that off the table, done. Check, done. Um, and that's been huge for me and for my relationship with my kids. Okay. I don't know if you can hear them down there. They're having fun. This has been a dinosaur birthday. We've got a remote-controlled dinosaur. We've got a remote-controlled megalodon a monster truck, question mark. We've got dinosaur Legos. We've got dinosaur figurines. We have dinosaur balloons. We have. It's just a dinosaur birthday, um, and he's in heaven, and so am I. So I hope everyone has a wonderful long weekend. We get two Sundays this weekend. How amazing is that? I feel like when we're drinking, we would consider a long Saturday or a long weekend two Saturdays. No, in sobriety, we get two Sundays 
And you know that Sunday is the most beautiful, wonderful day of the week in sobriety. So whatever you're doing to celebrate, I hope you get some relaxation in there too. Nurture yourself, nourish yourself. And just remember that if this is your first sober Labor Day weekend, give yourself a chance to see that alcohol was never the magic. Alcohol never made made it fun, right? If something's fun, it's going to be fun without alcohol. If something's not fun, I'm willing to bet that alcohol just made you not care that it wasn't fun. And now you'll realize it's not fun. And then you'll get to spend your time doing things that are actually fun. And that is the wonder and the joy of sobriety is that you get to decide what that is. Um, And then you won't feel like shit tomorrow morning or Tuesday morning. I mean, that is an added bonus. So keep thinking about that. Keep coming back to the mornings. Decide you're going to give yourself a chance and keep going. Okay. Thanks, everyone. I'll see you at our meeting on Tuesday at 11 a.m.